what I think would be really fun. Made you feel kind of good? I think that would be cool. Memo. Hey, Rocky. Uh, it's Patrick. I just wanted to say two things. Um, yesterday, sorry for introducing you. Someone in a and box. then uh, this is your uh, wife in another box on the Zoom. Sorry, uh, especially because uh, you you said the word super cobbler right away. You, first of all, you absorbed that microaggression by me, and then said the word super cobbler. I'm Rafi Sayed. I'm a super cobbler, and I also make things, <laughs> which I found to be incredible. But I didn't really know what it meant, and I also. I'm not good at interviewing people, so I sh didn't ask you right then, and I should have, because... Do you know what a cobbler is? No. Person who makes shoes? Mm. Oh. You know what... What's that on there? Do you know what a super cobbler is? No. Me neither. I got one more question for you. So what is super cobbler? Super cobbler is a term that I stole from the French New Wave filmmaker, Chris Marker. Um, and Chris Marker didn't actually use it as a noun. He used it as a verb. He talked about how his career is about cobbling things together. And that process is super cobbling. And the reason I think Chris Marker is so interesting is because he stands apart from the other French New Wave filmmakers. They were all into this idea of bricolage, which is making do with whatever's at hand, right? Yeah, so like Jean-Luc Godard's famous quote is, all you need to make a movie is a girl and a gun. Um, and I guess in my work as a visual effects artist and a technical artist, I really take that to another extreme, which is using ready-made assets, which are available online and other place, whatever's at hand, things that I make myself, bespoke elements, and then mashing them together to create another cool thing, which is, I think, what super cobbling is. And because that's what I do, I am a super cobbler. The other cool thing about Chris Marker is that um, he's not really Chris Marker. Like his his real name was something else, um, which people only really learned what his real name was much later in life. And no one even knew what he looked like when he made a public appearances. He would always um, take the persona of a cat. So he walked around literally like there's this cool interview that he did with Agnes Varda where he's walking down the street and she's interviewing him and he's holding up this shitty mask, uh, paper mask, which has like a wooden um, holder on it. He's just holding it in front of his face and walking along and it's the, it's the mask of a cut out paper mask of a cat. So um, he was very like, uh, his, his work wasn't about him, it was about the elements that were coming together to be playful and um, kind of create using a dirty aesthetic something that was new and cool and I guess like the best example of this is La Jetée which is his collaged film essay which has become such an important film um, which was of course remade into 12 Monkeys but has been um, kind of uh, used in a lot of different contexts as a template for speculative cinema. Um, and he used photography, voiceover, a little bit of live action, a bunch of different elements to make this short film. 
Um, and then later on in life, he stopped making films and he uh, went into Half-Life. Like he became obsessed with Half-Life and he started building galleries in Half-Life. And so like the Harvard archive has this whole world that he created in Half-Life where he just wanted this to be like the kind of um, like a museum of his work. Um, and then he also was like using an old um, Atari uh, Apple uh, computer, homemade computer that he had to make uh, films as well. Uh, and this was like when he was quite old before he died. So he's very experimental and playful and he takes this idea of cobbling to an extreme, uh, which is why it's called super cobbling. Um, and I think that that was, of course, avant-garde ahead of its time, um, but also like a really great um, template for how we can make things, right? Like, and not be too precious about the process, but instead focus on this idea that we're um, putting things together quickly, using whatever's at hand, and that, that process even though it's quick and dirty, will result in something cool because you're an artist and you have a perspective and a vision and you have something to say. So yeah, that's a, that's a really long way of explaining um, what I think the term super cobbler is about and why I think uh, it's useful for how we make things and tell stories in this moment. Do you, are there any cobblers in your family, in your Italian family? Any cob, no cobblers in the Piccinini's? What about the, what about the Polish side? Polish side, any cobblers? No cobblers. Oh yeah, if I did the wrong note, he hit my hands and called me a shoemaker. Oh my God. I, no wonder you don't play piano anymore. Exactly, he hit my hands and yelled at me. Voice memo. Would you like to be on my new podcast? It's called Voice Memo. You know what I think would be really fun? Made you feel kind of good? Memo.